Welcome to Winning Slowly, a podcast about culture, technology, religion, ethics, and art. I'm Chris Kreitcho. And I'm Stephen Caradini. And today we're going to laugh a lot at ourselves because, well, you may have noticed there was no episode 0.08, but here we are with episode 0.09. There was an episode 8. There was. But you're not ever going to hear it. No, you're not. (laughs) So we learned a great deal about podcasting um, last week when uh, we discovered how podcasts can go terribly. And uh, we learned a lot about the medium and uh, a lot about uh, a lot of things, actually. (laughs) Some of which you'll never hear about. Some some of of which which you'll never hear about. (laughs) Some of which we're going to talk about in the next 15 minutes. Yeah. So Stephen and I have both been writers in the public internetosphere for, in Stephen's case, over a decade. In my case, coming up very quickly on a decade. It's been Mm -hmm. about nine years for me and over 11 for Stephen. So we thought we can jump in and do this podcasting thing. And here we are in season zero, and, you know, we expected some bumps and hiccups along the way. But I don't think either of us actually expected to look at an episode after we'd recorded it and say, No. No. (laughs) We did not expect a Star Wars, like, groaning and yelling no. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we didn't expect a, a, a Hayden Christensen level of badness, but and maybe, to be honest, maybe it probably a Mark wasn't Hamill that level. Bad. Maybe yeah. a Mark Hamill level, but not a Hayden Christensen. Not a Hayden level. Christensen level. Yeah, yeah. But what real. happened last ne- last week was pretty much a no. It was pretty bad. So the problem was again, like we said, our naive expectations that we would just immediately be amazing at this, but also the fact that we're really used to multiple drafts of things. So Chris has been going on this kick where he, you know, writes uh, things in a half hour and then posts them. But even there, there's some some ability to go back and look over your words. And, mm-hmm. you know, I do the same thing with posts on independent clauses. Like, even if I bang them out in 10, 15, 20 minutes, I have a chance to go back and, you know, edit some things if I feel like, oh, I said the word absolutely three times in two sentences. <laughs> like, you know, you have a chance to go back and do that. That is not the case in podcasting. No, I was noting a few weeks ago that I say the word interestingly and interesting. And what I found most interesting way too often, but I can't just go back and edit it out. In a piece of writing, when I'm writing a blog, I can say, whoops, I just said that to open three sentences. Mm. In a conversationally oriented podcast, which we should note is very different from, you know, a scripted podcast. But one like this, if I open four sentences or four basically paragraphs in a row with, you know, what I found most interesting about this was, well, that's just how the podcast goes. Right. But it wasn't really the little icky bit, tidbit type things like that, that kind of derailed our podcast. Alas. (laughs) That would have been great. If only Chris had said interestingly, like 10 times in a row, that would have been totally fine. And it would have made fun of him on this episode (laughs) and everything would have been great. But we discovered that... (laughs) If you start talking about one thing, sometimes you end up talking about other things altogether. And you and you just what happened? How did how did we get here? What are it, we talking about? It kind of got away from me. Yeah. You said that sentence got away from you. It got away from me, yeah. Thanks, David Tennant. So, it got away from us. It uh it started at one place and we were going along and we were going along and then we were a little to the left and then we were a little a little more to the left and then we were just off the cliff. 
<laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Wilhelm scream. Yeah, Chris and I ended the podcast and we just kind of, we were exhausted. And we sat there and we talked about it for a few minutes and we said, well, that wasn't terrible. Yeah, well, we <laughs> I don't know if I want to publish that. Let's talk about it for half an hour. Let's think about it for half an hour and come back. And by the time we came back after half an hour, it was, I don't want to publish that. Not ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and part of it was just, you know, we needed to learn that sometimes we should, you know, stop ourselves in the middle and be like, whoa, <laughs> we are we are going far afield. Um, and sometimes we just have to pick better topics. And sometimes it's you know, a many and various number of things, plenty of which we probably don't even know yet. Um, season zero for the win. Season zero for the win, which has been our uh, our slogan amongst ourselves for quite a bit now. Um, and so, yeah, so it was really fascinating to us as we started to think about after we decided to scrap it and never touch it was how did that go wrong and why did that go wrong? And like we said at the beginning, it was, you know, some of the expectations of the medium um, that we just expected we would be able to jump into. Um, and so we were really fascinated by that concept that, you know, something seemingly as obvious as writing and speaking into a microphone are not the same thing <laughs> was was totally escaping us. Like, it, it just never occurred to us that, you know, even though our whole first episode was about, like, tweeting is not like blogging, John Piper, <laughs> do a better job. Um, we just didn't take that into account. <laughs> You know, I listen to a fair number of podcasts and they range all over. Some of them are well prepared but conversational, NPR's Planet Money. Some of them are highly scripted, essentially radio shows that are also podcasts. I'm thinking here of things like Freakonomics. And some of them are purely conversational, accidental tech podcast, things like that. But what's interesting in all of those cases is listening to how the hosts have found their rhythm, have found their particular approach, etc. And one of the things Stephen and I knew coming into this season zero is that it was going to take us a while to find our rhythm. But it didn't, I don't think either of us expected the media itself to force us to change our rhythm in these ways. Stephen and I are used to having conversations with each other about these kinds of topics. Mm-hmm. And we're used to having these kinds of conversations in front of other people and sometimes to inform other people. Mm -hmm. That's been something that's just happened in the course of our friendship over the last many years. And that's partially why we said, hey, let's do a podcast of this because people seem to be entertained when we do this. Right. But actually doing it and recording it, all those things that you have a chance to say, wait, hang on, let me go back five minutes and clarify this little detail point back there that makes all the difference or to say wait okay i said that but i didn't really mean it that way this came out all wrong and maybe it expressed something that i feel but it needs five minutes of clarification in order to make it clear well in a podcast you can either go back and edit it out or add in those five minutes of clarification but both of those have problems in a conversational podcast like this one of the things we ran into last week is we were looking at the pieces and saying, you know, here are these four places where things kind of went wrong in ways that we wanted to cut out. And I don't know that the number was even actually four. I just made one up. But oh, it was higher than that. It was, I'm sure it was. Here are, here are these places where we want to do differently here than we've done. And we just realized there's no way in a conversational podcast that you can do that. You can't chop those things out without losing the flow of the conversation. 
Yeah, and so we we thought about just redoing the whole podcast, but we thought about you know trying to edit some things in. We thought about just putting it up and being like, "Sorry, guys." <laughs> uh, but we ended up you know just saying, "Well, we're still experimenting. We're still learning. It, it's going to be an enormous hassle, or is an enormous editing hassle, or an enormous hassle to explain ourselves later." Um, because we knew immediately that we were going to have to do a lot of explaining on the interwebs <laughs> if we actually posted this sort of thing, um, that, you know, it was just, it was just not worth it. And so we decided to, to cut our losses and start, you know, being introspective and melancholy and making various promises to ourselves that we will keep <laughs> and, you know, make public flagellations upon which you are hearing now, et cetera, et cetera. And so... It was just really fascinating that, you know, the the spoken word of it was not that much different than what Chris and I normally do just when we are hanging out. But we, as people, can circle back and edit. And we also kind of depend on things being forgotten. Mm -hmm. Like we depend on, you know, maybe I didn't turn that phrase the way I wanted it to. But, you know, no one's going to remember that specific phrase or that specific section of our conversation if we had a two-hour conversation that ranged from you know star wars to you know policy to you know the food you were eating i mean it's just no one's going to remember that right and and right there with that if i do totally blow it in the middle of a conversation i can say eh, that's not what i meant and and with that we can depend on the context of friendship and of mm -hmm. many previous conversations with whomever we are speaking yeah that we can trust that they'll interpret what we are saying in the way that we mean it because we're known. But when you're in a podcast, as on a blog post, as in an essay published in a magazine, as in any sort of public medium, you end up with this situation where unless you have a really dedicated readership or listenership or something like that, and maybe even then, you can't really bank on those assumptions. You can't bank on yeah. the the people who are reading or listening or hearing, knowing what you mean when you say something. And so in writing, you have to take the time to think that through and edit whatever you're publishing. In a conversational podcast like this, what we discovered is that you have to be really on the ball in terms of what you're saying so that you don't say things you don't mean or that you don't run too far afield off in a direction from which you can't recover. Right. And it's... It's a it's a big difference between, you know, making a mistake in a conversation that you go back to, like you said, and making a mistake in a something that you're going to put out into the Internet, essentially contextlessly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, someone in 10 years can come back and find this particular podcast and be like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, what's going on in here? And the answer is going to be, well, uh, we we have we really don't have any clue what's going on in there. Um, and so we just you know, messed that one up. Yeah. yeah. And so there's you know a public sphere is sort of a you know it's it's a much more challenging sort of game, especially with something like you know speaking that's going to be recorded, whether mm -hmm. it's you know in a podcast form or if you're a you know speaking to a news agency that's going to soundbite you or whatever. Like, right. You know it's. 
it's fascinating. There's a humility lesson here. And mm. uh, to be frank, I have a lot more sympathy for politicians who have to give off the cuff responses to reporters now. Yeah, because this is the a, same thing. This is a topic you and I have talked about many times. And it was a topic for which I felt fairly well prepared. And I still said things that I wouldn't want someone to hear and repeat that Chris Kreitra said this about that because it just wasn't the best expression of it. You know, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. I, I made a joke at poor Nancy Pelosi's expense and noted that she probably didn't mean something to come out that way. I was trying to be generous and grant, grant her the benefit of the doubt in that sense. Right. Having just flubbed it in a relatively prepared context, well... I'm all the more sensitive to those realities now. Yeah. Nancy was, Pelosi, I feel your pain. Yeah. That's the only time Chris Crecho might ever say that sentence. <laughs> so let's mark that. Um, let's soundbite that and put it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. No, it's it's true. It's It was definitely a humbling experience um, to see, like, wow, we just did not get that right. And it's not like... You know, we, I don't know, like, it was one of those things where, like, we could tell by the end of it that it was a train wreck, but it was it was hard <laughs> to, like, pinpoint, like, what became a train wreck out of right. it. Like, we just got to the end, and we were both just so exhausted. Like, we had just run ourselves through the ringer. This podcast is not supposed to be this hard. I know. I mean, it's it's going to be a little hard, but, man, like, we were, we were punching above our weight class on that one. So. Yeah. It was it was a humbling experience and also, you know, um, a uh, motivating experience in terms of understanding where people are coming from. Mm -hmm. so. I think one of the big takeaways for me was just the willingness not to publish. Yeah. And I, I mean, I look around and in particular, I look at the Christian blogosphere because that's the the realm I inhabit most in terms of my writing. But I see it some in the tech sphere when I read that as well. And there's just this rush to hit publish. Yeah. And yeah, it's very I'm much guilty of that. Uh, I'm guilty of writing up the first thing that comes to my mind and pushing it out there. I've done that in the past. And most of the times when I've done it, I've regretted it. This was one of the few times where I've written something up, so to speak, in this case where I've recorded something and looked at it and thought... Maybe it would be better if I didn't put that out there. And I think we could all do with a lot more of that. I know yeah. I could do with a bit more of that and a bit more willingness to just say, you know what? My thoughts are not the most important thing in the world. The world will carry on just fine without my two cents piped in. Mm -hmm. And I did not deliver those two cents even worth two cents. That might have right. been worth a half a cent. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. I mean, I write pretty frequently at independent clauses because there's always being stuff pushed at me, but there's definitely mm -hmm. times where, you know, I'm, I'm not on my game and I'm just publishing because I haven't published in a week or something. And, you know, I'm publishing because I feel like I haven't um, published enough, whatever it is. And so there's definitely external pressures mm -hmm. um, that can get internalized and, you know, result in not your best work going out into the world. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, and again, it's different for different fields. Um, you know, music is supposed to have stuff out there all the time, but maybe that's not the best. Maybe it's not. So. Thanks for bearing with us. Thanks for helping us along the way as we figure all this out. We'd love to hear thoughts, comments, etc. You can hit us at our various social media accounts. I am Chris Kreicho on all of them, and Stephen is 
S. Caradini on pretty much all of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the opening song was Ugly We Were Born by Kai Alfred Hillig off his new album, Real Snow. All of our content, meaning not that song, but all the rest of this, is Creative Commons Attribution Licensed, which means you can chop it up into itty little bitty pieces and turn sound bites and post them on the web to show <laughs> just how stupid we are if you want. Indeed. And they will live on in perpetuity. Indeed. Thanks for listening. This has been episode 0.09 of Winning Slowly. Until next time, I have been Chris Kreitcho. And I am and will be Stephen Caradini. Thanks for listening. <laughs>